It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Inspire. Invigorating. Invigorating this life should be feeling energy rushing through your veins. Rid your life of those only feeding off your precious energy. Eliminate conversations that detoxify your spirit. Appreciate and be appreciated in this life. Navigate. Navigate your own journey, make your own path, addressing all eight domains of your life. Brought forth by Dr. Nat. Health, education, personal development, financial, environment, family, spirituality, and recreation too. Striving for success, not only defined by financial freedom, but intertwined with peace of mind and personal fulfillment. Personal fulfillment. Be all that you can be, just like the army says. Just one can make the difference. You are of vital importance. Importance, impacting each life you touch, considering someone outside of yourself, taking the time to lend a helping hand. Radiating, radiating positive energy in every breath you take, every action you partake. Engulfing, engulfing in your dream, going beyond your wildest imagination. I'm Mahogany Brown, and here to invigorate, navigate, strive, personally fulfill, impact, radiate, engulf. I'm here to inspire you with my pen, and that is that piece. Greetings and salutations, everyone. Welcome to Inspirational Soul Expressions. I am your host, Mahogany Brown, and I am also joined by my counterpart, Mr. Soul Williams. Welcome to the show, Mr. Soul. How is it going tonight? I'm doing good, baby. Doing good. Inspired by the, the scenes that happened today, so, you know, I'm just sitting back and Relax and and just think about you know the the experiences the young girls went through today and and looking at how much fun they had doing it. Absolutely, tonight was truly an exciting event here for Soul Expressions. So we were able to venture to Birmingham, Alabama this evening, and we were able to take part in a magnificent event. The Little Miss Natural Pageant, allowing the young girls to be able to celebrate in their natural beauty, to know that they are beautiful and not have to hear it from everyone else and search the world to hear that they're beautiful. And it was so wonderful to see the talents that they presented. They were naturally themselves. And actually, what I'm going to do, I'm going to do something a little different before I go into the intro for the show. I'm going to share the piece that I provided for the young ladies today. And the title of this piece is Challenge to Slay. Five, four, three, two, one. Challenge detected. Each one of you are now connected. Only the natural beauty is to be reflected. The challenge, slay naturally. The power you possess, 
can't be hidden by a headdress. See, your success is in the way you express, starting from the way you naturally strut, ensuring that you go the full course, no shortcuts. It is your talent that will leave them silent. Last but not least, it is in an attire that you will set the world on fire. Ladies, it is your time to shine. Who you are, you define. See, I heard it from the grapevine. You are God's most precious design. There can't be any further delay. It's time to slay, slay, slay. Once again, everyone, welcome. You are tuned into Inspirational Soul Expressions, coming to you under the wonderful umbrella of POET Radio, where Black Ice is our illustrious leader. Before we get started as well, I want to congratulate each of you, each of the callers, each of those in the chat room, each of those that share the event from week to week. We greatly appreciate you, and we do realize that this could not happen if it were not for each and every last one of you. And the reason that I want to celebrate is because we're getting down to the finish line. We have about a week and a half, a little bit less than a week and a half remaining for the votes. And for those that may not be familiar with what I am referring to, at this time, the National Poetry Awards are doing the voting. We've already had the nominations, and thanks to each of you, we've been nominated as an organization for 10 National Poetry Awards. Just to give you a little bit of bird's eye view as to what's been going on, Best Video nominated Kenyatta the Lyrical Lioness. Best Erotic Poet, Miss Strawberry Taylor. The Poet Movement has been nominated for the Best Group and Best Radio Show. Our leader, Black Ice, has been nominated for Legendary Award as well as the Troy Poet Community Award. Miss Terry Poetry Johnson has been nominated as the International Poet. King Flair has been nominated for the New and Upcoming Poet. And Best Poet of the Year has been nominated by Misconception. Last but not least, definitely myself, Mahogany Brown, has been nominated for Best Host. Now, you are able to submit your votes as many times as you like at www.thenationalpoetryawards.com. Once again, that's www.thenationalpoetryawards.com. I do also ask for your continued support in the Gansfer Awards, and that is available at www.gansferawards.com. I am very blessed and humbled to have the opportunity to be nominated for the Poet of the Year representing the state of Alabama. Now, with the Gansfer Awards, you're only able to vote once per 24 hours per IP address. And they're very strict. They mean 24 hours. So if you do it one time at night and wake up the next morning, you will not be able to conclude. Once again, everyone, thank you so very much for tuning in to this show this evening because our goal, our mission, our passion is to continue to inspire with our pen and also to inspire others. So once again, if anyone wants to get on the line tonight to be able to inspire with their pen, please, by all means, dial star 8. Once again, that's star 8, and that will get you placed into the queue. Now, so back to this wonderful engagement that we were able to take in today. What were your thoughts and your impressions of the talents that were presented there as little Miss Natural? Man, uh, that just made me feel good that, you know, that, what the path that I'm taking, that matter of fact, should I say what we taking, it's only needed because the 
to see the young girls have the fun that they had today and, and enjoy doing it, you know, without no drama, no no hassles or, or no harassment from any negative aspects, you know. It was beautiful. And, you know, the setup was beautiful. The, uh, the, the young ladies was beautiful, and they was natural at it. And and it, and it it was wonderful, you know. It was it was an experience for me to see it, and it, it didn't do nothing but inspire me to do more than just sit here and just you know build events or, or create things for them, you know, because it, it's needed. So you know, I I thank God, and I thank you know the opportunity to even be there to to, to share that experience with them. Absolutely. Now, one thing I wanted to ask you about, because today we did have the opportunity to celebrate the youth and celebrate the young ladies. However, the wonderful brainchild, the wonderful birthing of this amazing product, Ms. Aza, she's actually looking forward to, in 2017, being able to bring in young men as well to be able to encourage and motivate them. So what are your feelings about bringing something forward for the young gentlemen that are also coming up in today's society. Man, that's that's wonderful because if you could get the young men now to to even concentrate on doing something like that and and to, to make them feel good about it, to make them feel like, you know, in, in situations like that, you know, uh, other men or other boys can make you feel like, or oh, it's sissified, or or it's not what men do. That's a, that's a lie, you know what I'm saying? Because when you do stuff like that as a young man or a young boy, you know what I'm saying, you, you show your strength. Uh, you show your agility. You show more than just the the hard side that everybody look at, or should I say every woman look at as a man, because when a man steps into a, a position like that, he finds himself, he finds that peace. So, you know, uh, I would love to get my hand into that. I hope she invites us to it. But, uh, yeah, I think it's a good idea. I would love to see that. And I am extremely excited as well. I'm actually looking forward to being able to get my children involved. Um, And in addition, I also am looking to possibly um, be a part of the older generation for the Miss Natural pageant as well. For many of you that know that have seen me, I am a natural myself. I'm so definitely looking forward to be able to participate in an amazing venture. Now, one thing I wanted to kind of segue into tonight, Soul, as we speak about the event today that we had the wonderful pleasure to participate in, there's going to be an additional direction, not going to say a separate direction, but an additional direction that will be presented here at Inspirational Soul Expressions. As we realize that the youth are our tomorrow, they are the next generation. So with that being stated, what we, Soul and I, are looking forward to being able to incorporate into the show, definitely based on their availability, those shows, of course, will be earlier in the evening rather than the latter, but we're looking to be able to highlight the youth. So we're going to give them the opportunity to hone in on their speaking experiences and speaking engagements because we want them to be excited about the various talents in which they do possess, and we want to make sure that we're setting them up for success. Because a lot of times when it comes to public speaking, a a lot of young people begin to fly away. And we don't want that to happen. We want to be the platform that catapults them to success. So once again, you will be seeing the 
announcements. You'll be seeing the posts with the earlier shows on certain Sundays, which will highlight different individuals. And it doesn't have to be local. We're, of course, located in Huntsville, Alabama, but anywhere throughout the United States of America, and I'm even willing to say those outside of the country. We've had some callers chiming in from various countries as well. So if you have a daughter, if you have a niece, if you have a nephew, a son, a cousin that is wanting to be able to continue to explore in their expression and their talent, please, please link up with either Soul Williams or I. We can be located on Facebook via Mahogany Brown or Enigmatic Mahogany as well as Tyrone Soul Williams or Soul Williams. And so I wanted to give you the opportunity to kind of speak to some of the work that you've already been doing here locally in Huntsville, Alabama, and the various youth that you've reached out to um, that will not only be included on the radio show, per se, but also that we'll be able to incorporate into the live venue Soul Expression. Uh, yeah, uh, and I'm having fun doing that. Uh, what I'm doing is... Uh, I'm reaching out to the parents of all the young artists of any type of art, uh, athletes, models, dancers, music, anything, magicians, anything that you could name of that's a unique talent for the children. Um, please join us and uh, go to Soul Expressions, Huntsville, young artists, link up, post your children, their talent. Uh, videos, anything that you know that 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 can inspire them in any way, because we need to look at that, we need to push that, we need to promote it, and, and we setting up the network form. Um, you never know who may be looking, and the only way you can get them out there and and to give them that inspiration is, is to show them that you know we as parents and we as adults we do care where they stand at, because that's very important for us. Um, man, I'm, what I'm waiting on, I'm just waiting on for a few more to uh, add on to the group or maybe join or, or link up with us some type of way, and, and we're going to start the events. You know, we're going to start them popping because it's necessary. The faster we can get it started, the faster we get our kids off the streets doing negative things, giving them something to work on. We have workshops that's being established. We have a teacher that willing to give her time and opportunities to just teach them different things, teach them new new doors that can be open for them. And it's a beautiful thing to be able to have the community want to join together, to be able to make that impact, to be able to recognize that it's not always a parent it has the linkage and influence of our children, but realizing that it's a community, it takes a village, the saying goes, to raise a child, and I'm a firm believer in such. We are so very excited for not only the venue, but also the opportunity to even have the platform to provide for our rising stars, our rising individuals that will be expressing themselves. It is very important that we begin to look at ourselves when we begin to speak of our youth when we begin to speak of our children and the influences that we can make. Because so many times I tell people this, and I, I want to convey this message loud and clear. You are a role model, whether you like it or not. You are being imitated and watched, whether you like it or not. And a lot of times I, I hear adults say, do what I say and not what I do. But so many times, parents, teachers, Individuals around children, 
The children are watching what you do. So be mindful of what you are plugging into the minds of the young people, into the emotions, into the hearts of the young people. Because even myself, with the five-year-old and the nine-year-old, you'd be amazed at what they remember. The memories that they recall to me at times really just has me blown and, and floored at times, to be quite honest. I'm like, how did you remember that? She was like, yay, hi. But they do. So just make sure that in all that you do, ensure that you're continuing to be positive, that you're continuing to be that inspiration, because you want to ensure that your inspiration is what leads positivity and growth. Because at some point, we're no longer going to be in the positions that we are, and the individuals that we're raising will be the ones leading our country. And I'd like to segue into a couple of topics here as well, because we speak about distractions. Um, I, I want to kind of make this an informative session this evening. Of course, everyone knows the elections are You see it every time you turn on the news, every time you turn on social media. But even with the elections coming, there are several distractions that come to the forefront. All of the crimes that we're seeing, all of the attention around blue on black police brutality, individuals dying because they have cures. So I know Mr. Soul Williams, he's so involved with the community and various thoughts and plagues as it relates to society as a whole. And a lot of times, everyone, you get to hear my voice, and you've had the opportunity to hear my voice for a few years here. It's definitely been a fun ride. But what I do want to do is I want to make the opportunity available for you to get to hear Saul Williams because his thoughts around the current events that plague us today I think can be very beneficial to each of you that are on the phone lines as well as for those on the chat room. So the first thing that I want to attack here, because I, I see so much and I see so much anger and hostility and frustration around it, is going to be police brutality. And I want to give both sides. I want you to speak to both sides, though. And I know that you have some very strong feelings around both. But there have been police brutality, as we saw, where individuals were getting shot in the car, where an individual was shot to the ground for selling CDs. Then you also saw a more recent story of a young lady that's received a lot of public attention through social media, through various news links as well. Some individuals are combining those encounters. However, they're very separate encounters. And so I want you to kind of dive in and let them know what we mean when it's two separate instances. Because some people may not be aware. Some people may just be upset and hurt and combining the two. So if you could just kind of provide insight for the callers and those in the chat room, the difference between those situations. Yeah, um, man, oh, wow. Uh, well, with me, um, I see things, I would like to say, that is totally different than what other people see. Um, for instance, the young lady uh, was at gangs. Um, it was disturbing to see that because from what I saw is that only thing she did was put a child in danger. And um, it just seemed like that she was so angry about something, you know. Uh, 
I noticed that she did have incidents that occur, you know, with the police, you know, being pulled over, giving a ticket or, you know, and not paying her tickets or whatever. But the simple fact is that the point, the way it got down to it, it if it was as serious, if it wasn't so serious, I don't think it would have got that far. You know, I'm, I hate paying tickets. I mean, I never had a ticket except for one time, a uh, speeding ticket. And, you know, I mean, I hated to pay it. But then, you know, I I didn't want no people coming looking at my house and, you know, waiting for me so they could serve me a warrant. So it was paid. I mean, the law is the law. Uh, we got to obey by it. You know, let me rephrase that. You don't have to obey by that. You know what I'm saying? But in, in, the, in the text that God says that abide by the law of man, and that's only because, you know, he gave it in our power to to run earth the way we're supposed to run it. I'm not saying we didn't, we're running it right because we, we're not. A lot of us are not. You know, but we do have that certain amount of people that's walking that path and, and is keeping it balanced, so to speak. Now, with the situation that she occurred, that happened with her, I feel like that it shouldn't have went that far. She should have put down the gun. She should have let a child go. You know, she should have just went ahead and faced whatever she had to face. Now, the other situations with the young man getting killed, no guns, you know, it 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 it, it bothers me because I'm looking at these men that's out here that's, that's really giving themselves up. And, and getting shot. And, and it's crazy because out of all them incidents, you have this one young woman that's just that's so crazy, you know, so mad and, and so angered about something that she hated police, period. And she hated it so much that she she was willing to take her child with her to even prove, it, to, to prove a point. I mean, what point was she trying to prove? Prove? What was the proof of her doing any of, any of that that she did? You know, fight, fight, fight him, fight him, fight him. You know, what kind of mess you is to tell you, you know, tell your child that? And from what I see and from what I thought it, and from my out, outlook of it is that, hey, you, you just put your son on a death warrant because now not only did he get shot, which they say it was a cop, but, you know, uh, cops don't carry shotguns like that. Cops don't go in your house and carry a shotgun. I mean, the cop that was at the door, if you looked at the video on YouTube, the cop that was at the door, he had an assault rifle. It was mentioned that she had a shotgun. Now, they're saying the little boy was shot by a shotgun, but then they turn around and say it was the police that shot him. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's so confusing the way the media turned everything around. You don't really know what's going on. Uh, I made a statement on Facebook a couple of days ago saying you can't always believe what you read. They say reading is fundamental. But if that was the truth, we would have more knowledge in the school systems than what they're pushing out now. They delete a lot of stuff about black history. They delete a lot of stuff about the slavery uh, people still saying, oh, we've been slaves since 400 years. It's been more than 400 years. It's been 400 plus. Actually, we don't even know how much time we've been because slavery been down since before Christ. 
So to keep saying 400 years, I mean, people are just holding on to racism for the fact that it's an excuse. And it's a, it, to me, it's an excuse for them to keep hating. God didn't put us on this planet to hate. God say, love man like I love you. So where is the hate coming from? You know, the devil is working hard. He's working real hard, and, and we got to wake up because if we don't, we're going to commit our own destruction. I mean, take take the movie Terminator, for example. Terminator, the young boy, he, before he even born, they're trying to kill him. They're trying to stop him from saving the planet, from saving mankind. But all of a sudden, here you go with all these missiles coming down back to Earth that's being shot from Earth. And believe it or not, if you don't know, if you don't know your history, those missiles exist for real. So you got to think about when we look at movies, if you got that knowledge, you could cipher all that stuff. 9-11 was a movie years before it happened. If you don't have that knowledge, you would never know about that. It was actually a movie. So they took what they saw in that movie and put it in demonstration in real life. And it happened exactly like it happened in the movie. Now, they're making movies like White House had, uh, White House Down, or White House Has Fallen, London Has Fallen, whatever. All that is pushing ideas into other people's heads. And as long as we make movies like that, and as long as we continue to hold on to stuff that bring hatred or bring some kind of evilness to our planet or to our lives, it's going to keep happening. So when are we as humans or should I say, should I say when are we as God's children is going to take that stand to actually try to grab hands and, and make a change? Because it's not going to take just one or two or three or four. It's going to take all of us in the world to do it. Everybody's saying, uh, oh, there's no union between the black community. Don't you know if you take the black community and everybody grab hand, we would take up half of the United States as a black community? I mean, it's things you can look at. It's things you could you can acknowledge, but some of us don't want to acknowledge that. Some of us rather just keep using the excuse that racism is killing us. It ain't racism that's killing us. We're killing ourselves because of the belief that we want to believe that it got something to do with racism. When you walk down the street, when I walk down the street, I'm walking by a young white lady. She grabs her pocketbook because she feared that I'm going to grab her pocketbook or I'm going to rob her. I'm going to do something to hurt her. I laugh at her. And then I speak because of simple fact, it makes them feel bad that, dog, I thought this young man was going to hurt me. He laughed at me. I make them feel guilty. Not out of spite, but out of love, of, you know, my love that God gave me, that me, gave me to share with everybody else. I'm going to laugh with you. I'm going to laugh at you. I'm going to laugh with you at the same time. Because after she gets safe, she's going she gonna to think about it. She's going to be like, oh, okay, well, hey. She might be still nervous, but she's going to say, okay, he didn't do that. You got to find that peace within yourself in order to give that peace to anybody else. And that's just now, let me ask you this, though, because you speak of finding that peace. 
before you're able to establish the peace with anyone else. So many of our African-American men at this point, even before the police brutality, possess a lot of anger in their hearts, a lot of anger within them that sometimes does create a lashing out, and sometimes it can be done in a negative aspect. So what is it that you would tell our young men, even our older gentlemen, that are upset, that are angry, how do they take that pain and turn it into purpose? Well, that's, in that perspective, okay, let me give you an example. Let me use myself as an example. I was raised up in the street in New York, uh, Brooklyn, and I wasn't, we was poor. So, you know, when we didn't have a whole lot of food. We ate sugar sandwiches. We ate syrup sandwiches. We ate eggs on top of bread. Or we made biscuits, and we made a little biscuit egg sandwich. But the fact is, is that as I was growing up, I didn't have a father to teach me the straight things in life. I had street fathers is what I call them. What I mean by street father is you can have a street brother, you can have a street father, you can have a street sister. And these are people that come into your life that teach you negative or that be teach you positive. While I was in New York, everything to me was negative because it was all based on survival. If everybody know uh New York got two names. It's called the Big Apple. But then at the same time, New York is also called the jungle, the concrete jungle. There's no trees, there's no woods, there ain't no but buildings and alleys. And in between the buildings and alleys, you can get hurt, literally. I mean, I've seen so much. I've seen dead bodies. I've seen people get beat up. I've seen women get beat up. I've seen people throw out windows. I've seen people cars get on fire. And at the same time, at the young age, and seeing that, I was exposed to a different life. So in fear, my mother ran from that because she didn't want us to have that type of life. I'm going to share a story with y'all, um, and it's a true story, and I actually wrote a poem about it. But just to tell it to y'all, um, I was maybe about five or six. And uh, my mother had a friend, you know, and she was a Hispanic lady. And we loved her. We used to call her Auntie Gigi. And her brother was in the mafia. And at the same time, we used to go visit him, you know, hey, Bob, how you doing, you know, da 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 come back home. Well, when he got home, he was he was released. And at the time of his release, the mafia had told him, Hey, don't come back don't come back this side of town, don't come to New York period, just get out. But he didn't he wanted to see his family. And in seeing his family, it cost him his life. I mean, I've seen Bob chest get blowed out the back of him. I mean, I actually seen the blood and, and everything hit the wall and at the same time I knew the guy who did it. I mean, it's the same guy that did it with the same guy who was teaching me how to survive on the street. He was teaching me about crack. 
He was teaching me about heroin. He was teaching me about marijuana. He was teaching me all this so he can prepare me to invest in the family business. And what a lot of people don't realize is that when you don't hold on to your kids as tight as my mother hold, held on to us, you you tend to lose them. And, and the last place you want to lose them to is on the street because the streets could either change them or it could kill them. Now, the change may be for the best or the change may be for the worst. My advice as a parent, I have two girls of my own. I have two that's here, a girl and a boy, and I love them all dearly. And I want the best for them. And I will want to teach them in ways that I've never been taught. Now, my street fathers that changed me didn't come from New York. They came from South Carolina years after I didn't been there. I didn't rebel. I didn't got in trouble with the law. I was about to the point where I didn't. I couldn't stand the law. But at the same time, I knew I had to respect them because I grew up reading the Bible. So at the same time, I mean, you you got to hold on to your kids, and you got you got you got to put pressure on them. But at the same time, you got to understand them because when we teach our kids what we do to our kids affects other people, and what our kids do to us affects other people. It's 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 a cycle that none of us will be able to understand, but it is a cycle that we can kind of comprehend a little. And, and I mean, that's pretty much the basis of, of, of how I see things. And unfortunately, the true nature of it is, is if we don't realize that it's a cycle, we will continue to repeat the cycle, but there has to come a time when we must be willing and ready to stop the cycle. Now, I know that we're going to say we're going to speak about a few different areas, but I want to give the callers the ability to hear some thoughts in various areas as well. And for those that are just now chiming in, you are now a part of Inspirational Soul Expressions. I am your host, Mahogany Brown, and the voice that you've been hearing from this evening thus far is Mr. Soul Williams. We've spoken to police brutality. We've spoken to the anger within our black men. We've also had the ability to speak to the Little Miss Natural pageant that was housed in Birmingham, Alabama, promoting and empowering the self-love, the beauty within. Now, I want to ask you as well, Mrs. Soul Williams, your thoughts and your ideas around Dr. Seavey dying in the position of Honduran government officials and what your feelings and takes are towards that as well. Wow. Oh, man. Y'all not ready for this. Um, <laughs> see powerful man. I followed him for years. I, I mean, a lot of people have the religion base of being Christians or being uh, Muslims or being Buddhists or being Indonesians or Hudism. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. Dr. Sibi was a man of all areas. And all the religions that I just named, a lot of them followed him because the man knew what he was talking about. 
And if you don't know who he is, please, please look him up. Find his books. I actually read one of his books. Man, um, his murder, or should I say his death, is it's kind of strange because as soon as they find out, okay, this man has a cure for AIDS, a proven cure for AIDS, he winds up dead. I don't feel like myself, my opinion, I feel like he was murdered. Um, but like I say, you know, it, it's my opinion. And if you actually knew the story of Dr. TV, you would probably look at it in the aspect that I'm looking at it also because this man was, he was healthy. He was old, but he was healthy. I mean, he had a cure for AIDS. If he had a cure for AIDS, he could have cured himself from anything. I mean, it was proven fact. Uh, I believe, I don't want, don't quote me on this, but I want to say that uh, a lot of the NBA stars went to him. Um, so, I mean, there was a lot of people that reached out to him. This man had a cure for headaches. This man had tonics for uh, the skin. I mean, he, he, he was he was a pure doctor, and he was a godly doctor at that. So it was pretty much like whatever he touched, he healed it because he followed his own he followed his path with God. And if like I say, if you know him, a lot of people would probably say, "Oh, this man ain't been no religious person." Da 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 da. You're wrong. You got you got to find out the knowledge. You got to find out the history behind how to see. Do this. Do yourself a favor. Study him. Because when you study him, a lot of things that you would think that didn't exist, exist, and and he got ways of of showing it to you. I I promise you that. You will not regret studying this young, this, this man because he was powerful. He was knowledgeable. You know, and he was godly. Well, Mr. Saul Williams, I think that you have bonded up some thoughts um, as well over the phone lines. I do see a couple of calls with their hands up, so I do want to give them the ability to come and be a part of this dialogue or even share in their expression through an poetic pen. And for those that do not have their hands up, you can dial star eight. Once again, that is star eight so that you can be a part of this dialogue this evening with Saul Williams as well as myself, Mahogany Brown. So, Soul, I'm going to go ahead and open up the first mic. We're going to see who we have on the line and see what expression we can get out of them tonight. Once again, everyone, you've been tuned into Inspirational Soul Expressions. The mics are about to be open. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Inspirational Soul Expressions. Who do we have on the line tonight? Hey, this is Just Mike calling from Chicago. What's going on, Just Mike? Hey, hey, what's going on? Right. Not too uh, much. Bro. Congratulations, Seth Mike. Thank you. Thanks to you. Congratulations, most definitely. Thank you so very much. And I'm sorry that you were having difficulty getting in this evening. I actually had difficulty just scheduling the show this evening. So initially you had to cancel, and then I was finally able to get said, Oh, goodness, I can have the show. Um, but for those that do not know, I'm just Mike. It's up 
for an amazing, amazing honor. He is a part of the wonderful family of the POET organization. And my brother, Just Mike, is coming up with the religious poet, so we are definitely looking to claim that fame for him and to bring home the trophy after the Labor Day holiday as the Poet Awards will be housed in Chicago, Chi-Town, Illinois. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely, just Mike. Now, did you have the opportunity to kind of hear um, as far as soul and the various stances, um, as far as the different economical situations that are occurring, the political stances, the distractions that are fastly approaching as the elections are right around the corner? Um, what, what was that? Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you're good, just Mike. And I was just asking, had you had the opportunity, I'm not sure how long you've been in, how long you've had the opportunity to maybe hear with Cole Williams as it does relate to the various things we've been discussing this evening, such as the police brutality, such as the death of Dr. C.B. Um, we've also spoken about the separate sides of police brutality, him growing up in New York as well, and just his relations as being an African-American man in today's society. Yeah, I heard I heard a little bit. Um, and also, you know, with the doctor, I wasn't, you know, quite familiar with him um, at all until after his death, but I was definitely, um, you know, going to pull him up and look into that. Um, um, that really sounds um, like, like a person I, I should have known or I definitely need to know, you know, at this time. Um, and as far as you know, the um, the police brutalities, um, man, it's so many different angles and so many different um, things, you know. Um, actually, with that, um, it's, it's gonna take a whole a collective of of everybody, you know, um, parents, um, children, uh, politicians, uh, law enforcement, lawyers. I mean, every, everybody plays a part, you know, when it comes down to you know the innocence and, and people that um you know, getting getting shot down and killed, you know, unarmed and and it's it's, it's harmful, it's hurtful. That that just is as brutal as, you know, um you know, the menace to society. The young people that's out in the streets is doing wrong and doing evil. So that they're on the same side as them, you know. That's that's the way I look at that. Not not all, you know, um, law enforcement, you know, and I wanna keep that clear. You know, it's not all, you know, um it could be we could all be stereotyped, you know, with different things. You know, not all black people are game bangers and this and that, and not all white people are racist. You know, so um, it just comes, it's a collective of everybody. And I definitely do thank you so very much for your feedback, Just Mike. Now, one thing that I do want to do, because so many times we fail to really share the wonderful things that we do have going on. Um, so, Just Mike, I definitely want to make sure that those that are in the area, are aware of the things that you have coming up within the next week, actually, with the experiencing the life and growth and journey with Just Mike will be held Saturday, August the 20th, 11.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. at the address of 550 East 162nd Street in South Holland, Illinois. Poetic Scriptures, book signing with Just Mike. So once again, if you're in the area, please make sure to support this amazing gent. And Just Mike, you always know there's a place called home at Inspirational Soul Expressions here for you. Tonight, did you have any expression that you wanted to share with us this evening? You say any what? Any expression? Did you want to express yourself on the mic tonight? Oh, um, yeah, I could share. I could share a little. little so I'm gonna try to um, shorten it if I can too. 
it's like it's a long piece. Um, title uh, "Say by Children, Say by Streets" is going to be on my next upcoming album. Um, I I thought I was going to release it this year, but I've come to um, terms. I'm I'm gonna look to do it next year in March. Will be more suitable for me and everybody else. So it's titled uh, "Say by Children, Say by Streets." Kind of you know the piggyback, you know, of um, what was already said. So, um, Absolutely, the mic is yours. We're ready. Okay, thank you. Um, they lost in the South Falls. Just reaching their teens and their times cut off. It's faces on shirts, tissues and cloth, loud screams, obituaries full of pictures, and short-lived memories. Short paragraphs, no diplomas, no degrees, just more bullets received. It seems as if death comes in more than just threes. One adult, two kids, and about five or six and eighteen. Save our children. Save our streets. Stop ignoring the billboards and stickers. You see, every day we pass and cold-hearted killers on our buses and subways. They strapped with nines and AKs. The city's like a maze. It's full of death traps, a never-ending phase. The same thing. Different days, camera lights, blue and whites. They stretched out for serving heights. White T-shirts, sagging jeans, looking alike. Standing on corners and squares, pitching the pennies and shooting the dice. Stuck, trapped, used to the life. Gangsters, thugs, more murder, more blood. Flowers and liquor bottles in the last spots that they stood. The west side, and then it gets worse. Roseland and Inglewood, ambulances and fire trucks, they flying past. I know it was one of us. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. It's either that or handcuffs. Lost within the lifestyle they caught. Chance whatever the cost of the evil they sought. More community meetings, faces of depressed adults. We all gather for results, trying to figure whose fault. Well, whose fault is it? Well, maybe it was the parents that were never taught. Pushes a kid to be so hard, he thinks the love is being too soft. Save our children. Save our streets. Though it's not that easy, y'all. You see, we have some of the worst of police. Then these lawyers and judges are creeps. It's hard. We have to lean on the least of the beasts. It's less jobs. Crime is on the increase. We have soldiers overseas, but more than ever, the city's in need. It's a war, fighting over pride and greed. Thoughts are giving up, just pack up and leave. But how can I turn my back on a child saying, help me, please? No daddy. No one's there to encourage him to study and read. They're dropping out by the numbers, but then themselves they don't believe. They're closing their own doors and throwing away the keys. They turn the cushion weed, county time, creating records and toll fees, more DUIs. They're losing their license, making it harder to succeed. Save our children. Save our streets. It's at an early age, they ruin. No belt whoopings, no discipline, no structure. Our little girls take the ways of prostitute mothers, birth and seeds at age 14 and under. And then it's B's and H.O.'s that they refer to one another. But how could she expect for a young man to respect and love her? She blames herself that he cheats and punches her, never knowing the feeling of being held and caressed, treated with the utmost respect. Just generational curses of being molested. She's torn apart from child neglect, mother and daughter, relationships wrecked. It's a never-ending family hex. 
that she goes years with fears, ignoring the test. The some be knowing y'all with intentions to infect. Save our children, save our streets. And I know it's higher than us. It starts at the top and then it triggers down with budget cuts, creating debates in an economic fuss. You see, I'm just trying to distinguish the just from the unjust. So it's in God that we trust. Be aware and be in a rush. My people, don't wait till it hits home before you had enough. Let's become an outreach. Let's create more love. Let's create more peace. Let's help just smite the poet and soul expressions. Save our little children and save our streets. Hey, thank y'all. Just Mike. Thank you, Justin Mike. Absolutely amazing piece. I love it for it served as a PSA. Definitely a public service announcement, and I'm sure that you will reach the masses with this particular piece because it is about saving our children. And you speak about what is actually happening day to day, seeing faces on T-shirts, obituaries full of pictures. Is this how we want to foresee our next generation? No diploma, no degrees. Death comes in more than threes. We best begin to save our children, save our streets. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, or handcuffs seems to be the option. We must begin to gather for results and be a unity, unified within our community. Crime, unfortunately, is on an untimely increase. Our city is in need, not just Chicago, but everywhere. A lot of times we just want to pack up our bags and say, I'm done. But how is it that we can turn our backs on the children, on the youth that are pleading for our help, the same youth that are turning to Christian weed, making it hard to succeed, because they have no discipline? What happens when you have the lady, the woman that blames herself for the abuse, doesn't even know what it is to feel respect and to be loved? Unfortunately, it seems to be the never-ending family hex. When will we begin to break the cycle? It's just a matter of us distinguishing the just and the unjust. It is time, poets, expressors, we must be that outreach. We must create love in order to eliminate the hate. Absolutely powerful, powerful pen. So, Williams, what did you think about the piece presented by Jess Mike this evening? Powerful. Powerful. You took the word right out of my mouth. Powerful. We need more pieces like that mm. go around because it's a wake-up call to the adults. And to hear that piece, knowing that hey, we got to reach out to our kids on the streets because we're not around our kids all the time. Right. And, and at the same time, man, it's, it's like if we don't pay attention, if we don't correct our kids, trust, trust mm-hmm. someone out there is going to try to correct our kids and it's not going to be correct. True. So, we, so we, we, we got to stay on top of that. So we need more pieces like that. I love that piece. It's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Thanks. As always, thank you so very much, Justin Mike. We truly have appreciated and enjoyed your expression and are looking forward to being able to link up in the Windy City, Chicago, for the National Poetry Awards as you bring home the Religious Poets of the Year. 
Most definitely you as well. Hopefully you. Thank you so very much. We're going to go ahead and put Just Mike on the comfy couch, as they like to call it, as we bring on our queen, our sister. She knows who I'm referencing. This is none other than all-around queen. And for those remaining on the line, once again, we have a few more moments of showtime. Please dial star 8 if you want to be a part of the dialogue. If you're just listening, you don't have to press a thing. But up next to the mic is my queen, my sister, my all-around queen. Some of y'all call her Mother Oladeje. Some of y'all call her Aqua Vicky, but she knows she is the queen. All-around queen, welcome to the show. What's going on with you? Well, yeah, I'm just glad that you went on ahead because definitely it needs to be spoken on about, especially about um, the police brutality and Dr. CB. As you know, um, he wasn't the first uh, natural holistic healer to go. It has been an attack against natural and holistic healers and an attack against natural and holistic medicine um, all the way around across the world uh, due to the... um, pharmaceutical companies, uh, the big farms is what they call them, and they're not allowing uh, the cures for anything to come across um, the uh, the counter because um, they will not be able to make the money. It's all about the money. It's not about our health. or And anytime they find one person that's doing miracles with the herbs and has the knowledge of the herbs, uh, their mission is to stop them. And like I said, he wasn't the first holistic healer um, that went down mysteriously. Well, his is even more mysteriously, Dr. Sabi, because he was from the British Honduras and he had family there. So when he was missing for three months, um, we don't understand how come it wasn't presented because everybody, everybody knew him. And all the other people, like myself and the brother that was speaking earlier, we all followed him. I even called him before and had uh, stuff sent to me. Um, we kind of like you know, other people that follow holistic healing, we kind of like depended on his knowledge. Um, and we kind of like followed his guidelines. So when he was missing for three months, it was very mysterious. And then to come to find out, they just let him lie there and die in a jail cell. And he basically died from pneumonia because he could not get to his, uh, they would not let him get to his uh, natural roots and herbs that he could have used to save himself. Uh, But that was also a part of the plan. And so, as you know, um, my daughter Kai, she was the first um, one to go down. Uh, She died from lack of potassium. Uh, She was fasting for like uh, four days and uh, she just came back from her mission. and. Um, in Paris, she had been to Paris, France, to uh, spread the uh, knowledge of the mushrooms and the healing properties of the mushrooms. And also, um, the mushrooms were able to do a lot of things that they don't want us to know about, including clean up toxic waste sites, including um, um, bipolar. Um, is good for a lot of things. It was curing a lot of things. And when she came back, she got like two awards, one from the um, Mocha uh, Foundation and uh, as being one of the most interesting persons in the world. She got another um, award from the city, from the mayor, and then like a month or two later, um, she was dead <sighs> without even being sick or anything, just from fasting. Um, they say that she died from the lack of potassium, but um, that's another strange thing that um, just baffles me. Um, 
we do know that potassium and the minerals, a lot of people don't push the minerals, but the minerals are just or really more important than vitamins. If you have a vitamin deficiency, you can survive, but if you have a mineral deficiency, you will die instantly. So that's something that people need to know to start studying more about the five major elements that they need in their bodies to survive, and potassium and iron are two major ones. Um, There are more, but I'm going to let you study on that. Make sure you get the knowledge of that and what foods you can take to get it into your system, as well as uh, we know that Monsanto has taken all the nutrients out of the foods. So if we continue to eat at McDonald's and buy stuff from um, places like that, we will not ever get any nutrients in our bodies. They are taking all the seeds out of the natural foods and put them in seed banks so that only the rich, famous, and wealthy can be um, privy to having the natural and good foods that we used to have that God gave us. They call them grandfather seeds. All the grandfather seeds have been taken away, and uh, they have been um, put, replaced with these seeds called GMOs, genetically modified seeds. That's why you don't see any black seeds in the watermelons anymore. You only see white seeds. And the secondary seeds are called heritage seeds, uh, which they grow one crop, but they still have nutrients in them, but they won't continue to grow and grow like the grandfather seeds. So that's just some of the things that's going on. And then after Kai died, the next person that went down was Jendai. Jendai was also a holistic healer, and um, she died from cancer. And um, knowingly that uh, she would have a way of, you know, helping herself because she was cured of, curing people of a lot of things um, herself. She canned her own food. She grew her own vegetables. And she was a part of um, a healing um, uh, ring that was, you know, giving a lot of information out about Afrocentric and um, and um, foods and things that we could eat that would uh, nourish our bodies back to health. So that was another person that left here. And then the person left here that had like two PhDs, a master's degree, and uh, he was doing a lot of work in the community, including uh, black um, studies, and to uh, incorporate those into the, um, to the system, uh, the school system, the college and universities made them a part of the curriculum where they would become a priority, not just a minor, but to become a major course to get credits for and that was uh, Dr. Williams, and he passed right after that. So we're losing a lot of people that we know about, known and unknown, that is trying to fight against this um, big corporation and uh, big pharmacy and trying to heal us and keep us on the right path with our uh, holistic foods and our, our, our nutrients and our minerals. So um, I have um, one more thing to say on police brutality, and this is just my um, take on it. I feel that in the only way we can really put a stop to it is we have to have an internal investigation, um, uh, put a stop to internal investigation, I'm sorry, put a stop to internal investigation, which means the police investigating themselves. Every city and precinct needs a grassroots organization with the same power but separate from the police internal investigation boards. And these should be people comprised of lawyers, clergymen, doctors, and longstanding ordinary citizens of that community. And they need to have the same power to examine the evidence, to testify in court, and review all the information concerning each case. And they should also have the right to remove any judge or prosecutor that shows themselves unfair or shows any signs of being unjust, 
by preponderance of the evidence that they omitted, omitted or compromised the truth. The truth must be sought and arrived at by including these special grassroots groups to be a part of the investigation and to stop these unjust kangaroo courts from holding victims responsible for their own demise and not compensating the families nor punishing the perpetrators of these crimes. So um, basically, um, that's what I have to say on those two subjects. Well, I must say that I knew um, definitely with the topic, Sullivan Queen, because indeed she is a woman of much wisdom, much knowledge, much thoughts that are able to bring our community together, definitely when it comes to the holistic healing and the awareness that is provided in the foods and the, what we are intaking in our mouths and what we are also unfortunately intaking in our minds, what we're allowing the media to corrupt us with. So by all means, all around, Queen, I knew you were coming. I appreciate you coming because that is what you stand for. And if we don't stand for something, y'all know how the saying goes, you'll fall for anything. So I do thank you as always. And so I'm trying to give him more of a front row seat this evening. So, so Williams, what comments did you have as well from this all around Queen as she spoke to the police brutality as well as the rise in those passing with the holistic healing. And by all means, before I allow folks to speak here, by all means, I just want you to know, as we've said before, we definitely, our hearts, our condolences are with you as you continue to remember Kai and the wonderful stance that she took as well. So, Williams, I'll allow you to interact with wonderful all-around queen. Yes, what she spoke is the truth. Um, she's very knowledgeable. Uh, you can hear it in her voice. Uh, and she knows a lot about Dr. Sebi. So it's good to know that somebody else that's listening knows what I'm speaking about because well, this is how the information get out. Once you hear information from somebody and somebody else verify that this is what it is, the information can grow. It could grow between us. It could grow between us as a community, and it could spread. But it can only spread if we speak to it. You know, speak about it. You know, uh, the most powerful thing on the planet, and the Bible say it is your talk. You know, you can have a gun, you can have a knife, but still, the most powerful thing on this planet is your tongue. You can either speak death or you can speak life. So, you know. I, I appreciate you coming in, Queen, and, and sharing that, and, and even, you know, putting some insight further, further on, you know, the information that I did because it, it it's going to take more than just one person to speak about it. It's going to take all of us, like Mike said. It's going to take everybody to 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 handle it. You know, and not just one color. It's everybody. You know, and and the only way we can do it about speaking out against it and standing up for it, you know. You know, that's true. But the thing is, like, that baffles everybody right now. We just don't know what, how were, were his family members uh, so silent about him being missing for that long period of time. And uh, that's uh, really a big, big um, mystery that we need to, like, uh, find out what's really going on. So um, I thank you for letting me share. And like I said, keep your minerals on the top of your list. So, you know, make sure you get a spreadsheet, find out what your body is lacking, and um, 
if you do go on on any fast or any diets or anything like that, make sure that you're getting everything you need from that fast or that diet so that you can continue to live a normal and healthy life. Um, And the other thing I want to stress that I spoke about is get those organized groups within your own community that uh, go around to your churches, your clergymen, some lawyers in the group, call the um, uh, Legal Aid Society in your hometown, tell them you want to organize a group that's going to investigate these different things that's happening as far as um, police brutality. And and once they get organized and have uh, the same ability to um, investigate, that will put a stop to all of this um, madness, uh, the conclusions that they come up with that don't even make any sense because some of the stuff is right there on video, and then the perpetrators will still go free. So exactly. they're doing it right in our face without even caring about, you know. Um, so they have to be removed. In some kind of way, we have to find a way to get them removed from office when we find them doing things like they're doing, uh, just kind of basically uh, waving their Thumb and then no thumb and a thumb and a thumb and nose thing. Like we don't care what you do or think. We know we're going to do whatever we want to do, and uh, that's what we have to stop them from doing. Exactly, exactly. Thank you all around Queen for sharing us, sharing that with us. Um, would you like to share a piece with us tonight? Oh, not right now. Uh, no, oh, I'm just, come I'm, on. I'm a, I'll find something <laughs> for you though. I'll find something for you. I'll find something for you. I don't. I, I thought we were just having a discussion, but I definitely have got oh, pieces. We are, but we, I got. I got pieces on police brutality now. I'll find something for you. So come back okay. to me. <laughs> right. Well, actually, all around thing, we're actually going to be closing out in just a few moments. Um, mm-hmm. So if you happen to find the piece shortly, I'm absolutely wonderful with tonight's show. Actually, the Sunday show is typically. Um, slated for an hour. Looks like we've gotten through everyone um, that had their hands up. So it looks like everyone else is just really listening in. Um, okay. So if you want to share a piece, you can. Um, if not, I completely understand. We really wanted to make the dialogue available, but we definitely also wanted to make sure to open the door for the expression because we realize most people call in for the poetry aspect. So wanted to make sure that we did not take that away from you as well. Um, so by all means, you don't have to do a piece, but just wanted to kind of open that door up for you if you wanted. Well, I appreciate it, so asking me. And um, like I said, it's like I, I didn't have one, one pulled up, but I would do that for him if, if you have time. I will find something. Absolutely. Well, Mr. Soul Williams, I think you have done an amazing job in the driver's seat. I've been sitting over here in the passenger seat um, this evening, definitely enjoying the show, the dialogue. Um, the emotions that were brought forth, the stands that were positioned this evening as well have been absolutely thought-provoking, give us food for thought, makes us realize that we have to take on an active role in the community in order to bring about a change. As we were speaking earlier with Jess Mike, it takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to make a change in your own community. So take those steps. No, so Williams, did you have any final words, any final comments that you wanted to provide for either the callers on the phone line, those in the chat room, or those that may have the wonderful pleasure of listening to the archives? Yes. Um, one thing I want to say to everybody is you can find your inner peace. Um, you can find that, that freedom in your mind where things that haunt you, in your life, you can find that freedom. You know, you, 
it's not hard to find it, but it's not easy to come by at the same time. You know, you just got to you got to believe in yourself. You got to believe in God. You got to have that faith. You got to have that understanding. Um, meditation is the best doorway to God. I mean, because you could do it in prayer. You could do it in uh, what I do is I like to sit up in the dark and I speak to God. Um, I try to do it every morning. Sometimes I, I don't get to do it, but you know, uh, find that time to, to 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 speak with yourself and to speak with God because those are the most important times to where God can speak back to you. And, and I know a lot of people don't believe that, hey, oh, man, God ain't going to talk to me. God will talk to you. Do it in front of the mirror. Talk to yourself. You will be surprised what you would say to yourself in the mirror because you're looking at yourself, you're looking at who you are. And then when you're speaking to yourself, you're going to laugh, but you're going to answer yourself every time because you're going to want to try to find that better way of trying to be yourself. I would like to thank everybody for coming on, listening, uh, sharing, you know, sharing or, or just, you know, catching the vibes of soul expressions. You know, this is what we're about. We're about coming together as a community, and we're about, you know, making changes. Uh, we're about growth. We're about union. We're about, you know, love. So thanks for coming, sharing with us tonight. Thanks for tuning in, and we love you. You know, um, we we here for you. We want to hear your output. We want to hear any input you have, anything that you feel like that we can do to help the community or either just help on online. Just just inbox. You know, hey, soul expression. You know, can you have to do something like this? We'll tell you if we're gonna do it or not. And we we keep our words. So, you know, continue to support one another and love one another. And may God bless y'all. Good night, everyone. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.